This, that, and the third. The QBM Radio Chicago, a service of urban broadcast media. It's the lifestyle show that gives you life. This, that, and the third on UBM Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Calvin King the third and Reese PC. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And this is another live episode of This, That, and the Third, brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media, also featured on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. And I have my lovely co hostess with the mostest, and I mean that sincerely, the lovely Miss Reese Piece of Peanut Butter Cup. Happy Friday. Straight like that, straight like that. So um, we're going to begin in typical This, That, and the Third fashion and review what you may have missed last week. We Thank y'all that are tuned into the live. Shout out to my nephew, Emmanuel, holding it down, man, so we can get the, the proper angles and things like that on the Facebook Live. And uh, thank y'all that are tuned in via the Urban Broadcast Media app and or the website, urbanbroadcastmedia.com, man. Shout out to my board, D. Curtis Randall, always holding it down, Working giving us so that hard sound, today. that soundtrack. Man, he's been getting it. Shout out and salute, man. So um, last week, for those that weren't tuned in, first of all, shame on you. But um, you missed a couple things. So beginning with entertainment, we talked about how Jada Kiss was playing the role of Nino Brown last week. You remember that recently? <laughs> and he was just popping, you know what I'm saying? Nino popping Brown. turkeys and, 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 and mismatched shoes and used underwear and giving it away at Penn Station. He was helping out. He was helping out, man. And we need help right now, man. Our people need help. And uh, shout out to J-A-D-A, got drama with the fans and the D-A for uh, putting on for the city of New York, man. Uh, the Optimistic Challenge was also something we talked about where the scene, the sound of that is the Sounds of Blackness um, theme song. Right. Keep your head to the sky, you know what I'm saying? And Chance the Rapper got involved with it. If you want to know more about the Optimistic Challenge, just hit hashtag Optimistic, optimistic Challenge. Challenge. Spelled as it sounds. Hope y'all are illiterate. Um, then we also talked about the Oscar noms, you know what I'm saying? The Lincoln and um, all the winners and the winners and things of that nature. Uh, do we have any update there? Did the Oscars already happen? You know, I no, they, they didn't happen, but I did see Moonlight. Finally. You did, and we'll have a chance to review that in a moment, man, because we're going to get into movies and more in the mix. Um, then we also moved into politics and was talking about Seth Michelle receiving some some flack or some negative feedback and backlash um, around performing at the gala after the Trump inauguration. Right, right. But then we also pointed out how Travis Green, a gospel singing-ass nigga, did not get any type of negative press right, for that. Right. And kind of how that's a double standard. Uh, paid to protest. We talked about how people are potentially going to now for the um, police presence at these peaceful rallies and protests, whether it's against Trump, whether it's for Black Lives Matter or whatever the case may be, they are, you know what I'm saying, kind of changing the game in terms of how protests are going to go. And you may have to come up off that bag if you want to stand for something or fall for anything, all right? And spirituality, we talked about RIP to uh, Bishop Eddie Long, uh, gone but not forgotten. But in a related issue, we also talked about how his funeral, his five-hour funeral, should I say, was on Facebook Live. And we're just wondering, like, is that too intrusive? Is Way that too for somebody to be Facebooking your corpse? A five-hour funeral. First of all, five hours. Okay. He's definitely a bishop. 
And then secondly, like, get that damn camera out of my face. What if his corpse <laughs> moved? Like, get that damn camera out of my face. <laughs> Screaming and hollering, man. Uh, in relationships, oh, no, no, in health, first of all, we talked about how the American Heart Association has Sugarless Wednesdays. Please and then we also talked about NPD, which is known as narcissistic personality disorder, which pretty much, pretty much means you think you the shit and treat everybody else like they are shit. Calvin? No, I'm just joking. No, 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 the other one. The <laughs> other one. And then in relationships was our favorite topic. We talked about being Mary Jane update starring uh, Miss Dwayne Wade, a.k.a. Gabrielle as well as Kate Michelle and her messy ass. And um, the question of the week for all of y'all freaks was, what do men and women think during sex? And I don't think you got a chance to answer that question, did you? You just said you kind of go blank. No, it just depends. It just depends on my mood and what's going on. But I right, tend to right. think, you know, I'll be thinking about the next day. If it's late night, I'll right. be like, oh, what do I got to do tomorrow? Oh, no. <laughs> She'd be multitasking. <laughs> then I'd be like, wait a minute. I got to refocus. Wait, wait, Let me wait, focus. Wait, wait. <laughs> you said, well, oh, yeah. Oh, Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> hey, D. Curtis had on. We'll put you to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man, but enough a lot about last week, man. Let's talk a little bit about this week and what's going on with some new news, man. So as everybody probably knows by now, this Sunday is none other than Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> And you hear the Black Eyed Peas playing in the background, so we'll get to that in a minute. But I just want to know, between the Patriots and the Falcons, who you got, Reese? Okay, the Falcons are Florida. The Falcons are not. They are definitely Atlanta. <laughs> they are definitely Atlanta. She said, hey, the Florida so Falcons? Sorry. Oh, that's right. Is this an alliteration? Shut up. Come on. Look, um, J.D. had a big halftime show. Their right. last game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah, yeah, I heard yeah, the yeah. brat talking so, so about it, it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't... I go for the underdog. underdog. So the Falcons so the are Falcons. definitely that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not sure of the spread. I'm not sure of this and a third. But when it, whenever you got the Patriots in the Super Bowl, they're right. probably going to be the favorites. Right. Unless they're going up against the New York football giants and Eli motherfucking Manning, who has Tom Brady's number when it comes to big games, including the Super Bowl. Right. But um, I think the Patriots are probably going to go ahead and win this one. And here's why. I think that Bill Belichick and the system that he set up for the Patriots is just one of those that – it's kind of like you, it's feast of famine. Like, even when they lost in the Super Bowl, it was like you had to damn near play a perfect game and make spectacular catches and throws and runs and all that. Julio Jones take away their most deadly weapons, which is uh, Julio Jones take away their most deadly weapons, which is uh, Julio Jones, a dog of a receiver. This dude is a beast. He's from Alabama. And, uh, or he went to college in Alabama for uh, Road Tide. And uh, they're going to take him away. They're going to double team him. And somebody else is going to be forced to beat them in the biggest well, game Well, you life. never know. You never know. You never know and, until you know. So it might be a good game. It might be a good game. I'm hoping for a good game. I do not like, I don't care what sport it is or what teams are playing. I don't like blowouts. I like no, competitive. I like, some, yeah. I like the competitive nature. Back and forth. Nail-biting type games. And I hope that this Super Bowl is that. Um, but speak, speaking of Super Bowls, man, halftime performances. Do you know who's performing this particular Super Bowl? Halftime? I thought it was Lady Gaga. It is Lady Gaga. Are you a fan though? Um, I think she's a good performer. I'm not necessarily a fan of. I don't have none of her CDs, but I do listen to her music if it's on. Um, I think she'll put on a good show. But th there was a joke that she was gonna bring out. What is that guy's name? She's performed with a few times. He's an old school. Um, Sting? No, but he's he's older than that. Older than Sting? Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Uh, Paul McCartney no. from the Beatles? What no, are you talking about? No, no, yeah, no, look no, that no. up, I'm man. I'll tell up. you a little bit about um, my perspective of this. I think that, one, it's dope that Lady Gaga is getting to perform. 
I, I, I rock with Lady Gaga because, to my understanding, she has an anti-bullying or a bullying prevention type um, cause or cadence to you know what she yeah, does. Yeah. And uh, apparently, she was a victim or an overcomer of bullying-related behaviors uh, well, from yeah. a very young age. I can see that. Tony Bennett. I just Tony found it. I found Bennett. it. Yep, okay. Tony Bennett. Him. Okay, coming through in the clutch. So, so I mean, I don't want to see that that what, what, part of who's Lady that Gaga. He's always with. Is he like one of them Vegas dudes? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I, I think I've seen him before. You've seen a, them perform together. Was he in the together. Rat Pack? What is, I, I don't know. Okay, you asked me way too many questions. My bad. <laughs> Tony but no, he, he did Sinatra perform. Yeah, he performed a song with her at one of the awards shows. Okay. And for a while, that was kind of like her thing, uh, just okay. doing this. And so, no, I want I want to go back to the original Lady Gaga when right. she used to put on a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had it. So she I would like it. to see that. Are they fucking? I don't think so but i'm not in her pocketbook business like that so i don't know i'm a text i'm a text okay uh okay. shout out to lady gaga <laughs> and uh <laughs> uh gentleman gaga apparently tony <laughs> bennett um but i will say this man shout out to you know anybody that stands up against um you know youth violence or yeah. bullying related behaviors among young people so shout out to lady gaga for that i'm not i can't really say i'm a fan of her music but then again i can't really say i'm a fan of anybody's music because a fan means you're a fanatic and i don't really do that uh, yeah, shit. I'm not, like i appreciate different music different like songs it, whatever i couldn't name you one lady gaga song and is she like one of these like is she like the female marilyn manson she ain't she like really yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah so i think i know who she is but yeah. i don't know her like that um, but let's switch it up a little bit and talk about some of the past performances in the Super Bowl. And uh, you tell me, were you there or not? Do you remember these types of performances? 07, Prince. Yeah, the late Prince, great Prince. You remember favorite. that? Prince is and my that, favorite. I think that's when he had the um, guitar that looked he like a cymbal. He and jammed and he had a scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied on his head. That, was it raining or something? Was it no. Yeah, just he a scarf. He was just doing his thing. Yeah, just Prince woke jammed. up out the green room. Okay. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers in 08. Yeah, don't. Wasn't I probably there. watched the Super Bowl, but right. not. I, I got some refreshments during the halftime. I got. That's a dope ass last name. Because somebody could be like, man, you petty as hell. He's like, I am. <laughs> I'm Tom Petty, actually. I don't know who the Heartbreakers are. Are they, are they together? Is Tom Petty like the headliner for the Heartbreakers? Do you know? No, let's see. We don't know. Uh, moving forward to 09 with Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. No? Yeah. It's a group, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Okay, so they won the same. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, 09 was uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Did you remember that one? Do you know who Springsteen is? Do you subscribe yeah, to Yeah, I know. That's I know born who, in the USA, right? Yeah, okay. I know who Bruce is, but I don't think I know. It, it was probably on, and I just didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, fast forward in 2010, The Who? No. The Who? The, uh, no. The what? The no? No. The no. I didn't watch. The no. <laughs> the no. Uh, and 11, Black Eyed Peas. Of course. Shout out to Black Eyed Peas playing in the background. Okay, I'm going to just say this now. Slash. I'm going to just say this now. Any black person that performs at halftime, I'm going to watch. Okay. Just okay. to support, I'm going to watch. I'm just going to say this now. Why, except for Prince, who's kind of uh, genderless and raceless, <laughs> uh, why is the first black person I got to, why they got so many people on the ticket with them? They got Black Eyed Peas, Usher, and Slash. And Slash. And he from Gun, not Guns N' Roses. What's he from? Um, Guns N' Roses? Roses? Yeah. Slash from Guns N' Roses. That's a lot of people when everybody else gets to stay to themselves. That's right. a bit racist. I know. Okay. Uh, 2012, Madonna. I did watch that one. Laughing My Fucking Ass Off, yeah. also known as LMFAO. They were funny. Uh, Creek de Soleil. Circus de Soleil. Oh, okay. Illiterate is I. Um, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, a.k.a. Thicky Minaj. Uh, M.I.A., Swagger Like Us, Face Ass. CeeLo Green, who was my man. And uh, Andy, Lewis. Andy Lewis. That was.
Famous people. Person. That's a lot. That's that's a talent show. I remember they had an open mic during a uh, halftime. I remember LMFAO and ain't, Madonna. Ain't, ain't, ain't one of their sons? Isn't someone from LMFAO somebody famous? Son, hmm. have you heard that before? Like the big dude with the fro. I heard that's somebody important's son. From we gotta look that up, Z. But Madonna seemed like she would have had the stage to herself. Right. I'm sure she closed it. But she seemed like she would have had the stage to herself kissing some other these, woman. It was these two guys. What song did they sing? It was uh was that I'm going to Miami. I'm in Miami, bitch. That was their song. But they had a bigger hit than that, because I'm not familiar with them. Really? Because that was that might have been the wave, but not for me. He just missed it. It was a different one that we I'm familiar here, with. Yeah, down. I was down yeah. there. Okay. I was in the trough. All I was right. in the trough. Um, and then who you say this third name was? Circus Do What? Circus de Soleil. Which is weird because that's like a performance in Vegas. The flipping and shit? You, well, it, they have different ones. Okay. So, But yeah, they're really like acrobatic. Right, right, right. That's and, what I thought. So I think that was just a part of the whole show. Oh. Okay. While the performers were performing. Yeah, it sounded like they did it amazing. I got to maybe go back and YouTube that. But CeeLo Green, the soul machine. Yeah, Jesus, he is. my album, dog. He's cool. CeeLo Green be coming with it, man. Lady Killer and all that. And then who was Andy Lewis? That sounded like a comedian that that white guy with the glasses that's what i'm thinking oh okay that narrows it down um <laughs> we're gonna go ahead to 2013 featuring beyonce and destiny child so is that like beyonce twice you know was she she brought the, the formation girls out. yeah and okay, then she okay. brought up destiny child okay well that's a good look i think i was there i think i remember that one okay um, what about 2014 bruno mars who's having one of the best years ever this year what you think about that one all right, we just the I, I wasn't rocking with Bruno back then, but I rock with the new, yeah, uh, the new Bruno. He's a cornball. I'm there. Somebody said he sounds like New Edition and Bobby Brown. <laughs> now, do you hear the a 80s Ralph infusion? Trans- yeah, Ralph a, a and Ralph Bobby, yeah. yeah, like an infusion. Yeah, and everybody inspires everybody. So I mean, that's no diss or no, you know, hate. Yeah. Um, and then last year was Katy Perry, who is very beautiful, but yeah, her shit. Sucked last year. I heard. Really? Like, I, I, I thought it. I heard it was one of those performances where it was like you wish she only had a segment as opposed to it being the her whole show. show. And she had the whole show, and people were kind of just counting the time down, like twelve minutes really? left. Really? Yes, it was whack. It was production, but she was whack. Uh, I remember that being said. Well, I was just like, well, her. Boobs I will are say, nice. yeah, I was gonna say, shut up. No, no, I will say that when I've seen her perform at award shows, she's usually good. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, she maybe she's was, having uh, a bad day. Yeah, maybe she's pregnant or something. Um, what you call it, though, 2004. So about, I guess, from a season perspective, 12 years ago, from about uh, 12 years ago, was the infamous wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction uh, featuring Justin Timberlake and Janet And that's, Jackson. to be honest with you, Janet is outside of Prince. Janet was the best. She rocked she out. She put on the show. She, she always she puts put on, on the, the show, show because people used to – People probably still say this. She is a performer, not a singer. Yeah. She's, she's a performer. So, uh, man, shout out to J-Jack and her titty. Um, little baggy-ass titty, man. Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> probably big now. You know she had a baby. Yeah. I heard she been had a baby, but they said it was some one of the other Jackson daughters' baby to cover up that Janet Jackson had a baby. But it looked just like Janet Jackson. Are you talking about that picture that's going yeah, around? Yeah, it's probably some fake. fake. Who knows? I watch, literally know she was just pregnant. Okay. She was on bed right By who? Um, her husband or fiance, that Italian guy, he's fine. Okay, excuse us. Uh, <laughs> Get you an Italian girl. Right. Shout out, shout out to uh, Mario and Luigi. Um, <laughs> man, favorite Super Bowl memory, man? Do you have one? Um, no, you know what I like to do? I do like football. I'm mm-hmm. not glued to a team though, but I just like to watch it. 
Um, but Super Bowl is just time for me to go out, eat, drink, and have a good time. Right, yeah, I like the festive yeah. nature that comes with Super Be Bowl around, Sunday. Everybody yeah. talking crap, having a good time. Yeah. I remember my favorite Super Bowl was when we went out to Vegas. We stayed in the illustrious Trump Towers in Vegas, right off the strip. And uh, one thing that's interesting about Trump Towers is even though it's in Vegas, well, not all Trump Towers, but because this particular Trump Tower is located in Vegas, they chose not to have a casino in their lobby. And I just and thought that was at the end of the strip. And you got to hit a left. Yeah. yeah. And he like, y'all going to come? But that That's hotel is yet. amazing. Yes, it is. Let's not oh sleep. Let's not sleep um, on our presence. The bathroom y'all. was Jeez. uh it just you can shit in the sink and it's the, if the sink flushes. You can flushes, watch TV. Everything, everything, man. The, the amenities are immense. I loved it. But my man, his birthday is always on Super Bowl weekend or Sunday, okay. whatever. So we all went out. It was like a couples type thing. We all went out to Vegas, stayed for about a while, mm-hmm. like more than three days. Kicked it, party, had the penthouse look, all that, and it was just dope. Favorite Super Bowl memories, and I think that was about five years ago. If I'm not mistaken. Um, all right, so. But transitioning off of the Super Bowl, did you hear about Tony Romo is now on the trading block? So this is the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. They got his spot ran by okay. the little black freshman boy, okay. or a rookie, I should say, uh, Dak Prescott. So now they're like, man, we don't even really need Tony no more. So they're possibly thinking he might head to, like, Arizona or well, look, somewhere like that. Arizona's a great place, she Tony. I think you will fit in well. She and loves Arizona. Just, I think your family's going to enjoy oh, it. she's selling it. She works for them. <laughs> She works for Arizona. Great time out there. She works for the tea company, Arizona (laughs) tea. And then we also heard that you know, since the Bears are done with Cutler, or should I say, Cutler's done. Finally. Yeah. Right. After eight years, eight seasons, whatever, man. Like, what was the point of keeping him? Dude is trash because he. He, he shows false promise. You know what I'm saying? Like, he will gun the ball, sling the ball like none other, but then it's to the wrong team. So, you're like, man, he has all the potential. If we get the mechanics down, maybe if we switch the coach, if we get him in the right system, maybe okay. it's the line. My question, it's him, G. It's got to be something more than that because would they do that for a black quarterback? Not at all. Never. So, it, so, who do, so my thing is, who does know? Who is his relationship it's not, it's with? Not it's got to be that. I mean, here in Chicago. wasting money. Nah, I think they, they cashed him. Look, he said he's giving somebody uh, he's the giving somebody donkey. Some head. He's he said, who I got to sleep around? Who, who I got to sleep with around here to get a start quarterback? Yeah, apparently he's knocking somebody off. But I'm just saying, Cutler has skill, like raw talent, I should say. But he's not a skilled quarterback. And I agree with what you're saying. A black quarterback with all the athleticism in the a, a, a rocket for an arm, they're not going to take that much time with them. No. They're going to bench you just like they did RG3 after one bad season. Yeah. Just like they're uh, writing off Cam Newton after one bad season. And you can go down the list of uh, African-American quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? And then when you do excel for um, seasons after seasons, they're going to vic your ass. Oh, you, you, your cousin and them involved with something legal, you going to jail. Your whole career, man. But I'm not saying it's Crazy. a conspiracy or nothing. We be fucking up, but I'm just saying white people be getting the benefit of the doubt. You all these chances, Gee, all unnecessary these chances. chances. Gee, second chance the rapper gonna be a white boy. He gonna come out and jack my man whole swag and name, and he gonna be like the number one Grammy winning goddamn hip hop artist in 2020. But um, staying with uh again. Staying with the oh, going back to the Super Bowl, I should say with the commercials, man. Do you think like these these Million dollar plus, and I ain't look up the the facts and figures. Oh, so what's, how much do the spots okay. go for now? So about look, five. You got to say about five minutes. So for back 30 seconds? in 1967, uh-huh. right? A 30 second commercial was forty two thousand dollars. And when? What year? 1967. 67, 42, right? right, right. Cheap. Well, it still ain't cheap. Right, right, right. For a commercial, yeah, yeah. but 
um, they broke the average in 1995 when they hit a million dollars, mm-hmm. right? Now, the record highs in 2015 when it was uh, $4.5 million. Right. CBS in 2016 charged $5 million. So basically, $166,000 per second wow. is what you're paying for a 30-second commercial. Now, I, would, I just would like to know. Now, I'm entertained by the commercials. I really like, um, I think Miller... Miller Lite has a lot of good commercials. Um, mostly all the alcoholic beverages. Oh, yeah. They, they, they do good. They, and they put money into it. But my <laughs> thing is, does that really convert into sales? Y'all right. spend millions for this 30-second commercial. How many sales did y'all? Did y'all make that money right. back? Like, I'm just right. curious to know why y'all keep dumping money like that. That's real. And I'm, I'm sure from a business perspective, uh, they can track that, and they probably would not continue to do it if it's not being successful or Maybe it's a combination of the fact that it is a little bit successful and they just have it like that where they like, man, I don't care. We can we just want to be associated with the biggest game on television. Yeah, and I mean I guess like a bragging right thing. Yeah, and you get a lot of viewers that particular day. But you know what? A lot of impressions. Snapchat geo filters cost just about the same. Wow. So like if they if they I don't know if they're gonna have one, but if they get a Super Bowl uh, um, filter, it's it's a it's a a few million dollars just for us to snap it and have that filter on because they know it's gonna go through social media. Right, right. Damn, that's the way. I need to invent an app. Right. But yeah, pretty much. Apparently, and then I also remember like the Bud commercial, like Bud Wise. Or what about? What's up? I knew you was good at G. What's up? Them was the shits, man. They was memorable. Um, there was a couple. Dorito showed out and showed up like two yeah. or three years ago with some dope joints. What about the all black commercials? There was a couple. Um, they just showed the black family. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember whose yeah. brand it was, but they're they're interesting. They be trying, man. Yeah, but y'all pay attention to the. Uh, Super Bowl commercials this upcoming Super Super Bowl Sunday, and let us know next week on this down the third what y'all think, man. And once again, thank y'all for everybody that's tuned into the live, everybody that's downloaded the Urban Broadcast Media app, everybody that's on UrbanBroadcastMedia.com, and everybody that's listening on SoundCloud and/or iTunes because they are, uh, you know, what I'm saying the the platforms of choice, if you will, for uh, this down the third, man. So shout out, man, to all our listeners, all our viewers, all our subscribers, all our friends, man. All right, so we're going to switch and go out of football and into sports, stay in sports, though, with uh, Sir Charles Barkley versus Bron Breezy. Who is this guy named again? This is Charles Barkley. Who? What do he do? Exactly. He's a, a <laughs> Olympian. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the top five power forwards ever to play the game. But he is not. And he's a crybaby. He is not an NBA champion. That he's is what he is not. But uh, for those that don't know, him and LeBron have been going at it recently because he's, he called LeBron uh, whiny pretty much for saying that the Cavs are top heavy and they need a little bit more help off the bench and things like that and are looking to bring in more help before the trade deadline, which is February 23rd. So LeBron says this in public. Um, Charles comments because he's a TNT uh, commentator, NBA on TNT. Him, Shaq, Ernie, and uh, Kenny the Jet Smith. And he pretty much was like, man, he's whiny. He's, uh, you know what I'm saying, just pretty much being a little bitch. So LeBron, after losing a game to, I think it was, I forgot who they lost to, but he was <laughs> in his feelings. You know what I'm saying? He's coming off a loss, and now right. he's being cornered on the court by the reporters. Like, man, you heard what Charles said about you? And he was like, what did he say? He was like, man, you whiny, you unappreciative, <laughs> you spoiled, you this, that, and third. You're so not representative messy. of what champions meant in his day. So then LeBron was like, 
pretty much fucked that goofy ass nigga. Yeah. He has gambling debts in Vegas. Wow. This dude threw somebody through a window yeah, back in his day. He yeah. spit on a child. He yeah, claims he he's not that. a role. And he like went for the jugular from a personal perspective. Yeah. So what do you think about the fact that Charles kind of came at him from a uh, on the court perspective and LeBron came at him uh, on some personal stuff? Um, I think, well, you know, at the end of the day, times change, right? Right. So we are different generation and just different breed of basketball player. True indeed. And I mean, I say this because I don't even watch basketball no more because I just think it's the guys are it's different. It's a little different. It's a little right? different. So with that being said, Charles knows this, right. but his job is to commentate. His job is to make people want to watch his show and watch mm-hmm. him, right? So of course he's going to say stuff to get up under his skin. But I think, you know, LeBron was right. Look, dude, let me let me check you on your shit Man. real quick. Um, and at the end of the day, you don't have no ring. No so ring. let me whine. Let me do what I do. And you do what you do. I just think they just have to respect each other. And sometimes I think Charles loses respect right. when he's uh, commentating on, on different guys. So, I mean, I, I like how Dwayne was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm glad he finally said something. Because right. LeBron really don't say nothing to he people. He be biting that tongue. Yeah, oh. yeah. And because I think people expect him because he's so big. Mm-hmm. Like, man up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you get tired of hearing that shit. So, like uh, Dwayne said, it's a new chief in town. Ain't that right. what LeBron a new said? sheriff in town. Yeah, yeah, sheriff in town. And it's interesting, though, because, you know, they try to always talk about LeBron going to Miami first and foremost. And then even after he came home and got his rings, uh, they like, well, he got Kyrie. Man, he got Kevin Love. Man, he got da-da-da-da-da. And now he wants even more. And my thing is, Charles Barkley, the same dude that after he couldn't cut the mustard in uh, Philadelphia, he went over to Houston and played with Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Clyde Drexler, Mario Ellie. I mean, these models were the the, the team that won the two championships when Jordan retired for two years. So they was already champions without Barkley. And then he goes and joins the team and then still doesn't win a ring. That's some goofy-ass shit to me. Yeah. So let's not talk about, like, call a spade a spade, man. You did the same thing LeBron did in a different era. Right. And now you're talking about your era was tougher and whatever, whatever. So, I mean, the story is still developing. I hope they squash the beef. I was just watching Kevin Garnett and uh, White Chocolate, a.k.a. Uh, what's that boy's name? Uh, the white boy, man. Um, Jason old? Williams. Oh. Yeah, cold little dude. Um, him and Kevin Garnett was chopping it up, and they just said they hope they squashed the beef. They kind of were siding with Charles for just keeping it professional and kind of telling LeBron, don't take it personal. Even Don't take it to a personal level, even when you feel personally attacked. And, and, and at the end of the day, they said that LeBron probably just feels some type of way because when somebody that you admire and look up to it's talks shit about you. you, then it like hurts yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, and he just got through playing a game. Yeah, yeah. You Timing I mean? is everything. I just feel like we expect them to, well, and I guess we y'all get paid enough money, so right. y'all got to Turn it off, turn it on. Right, right. Figure put it, it out. in the box. Figure yeah, it figure out. it out. So I, I guess. That's what you get paid for, man. Right. And then last but not least in the NBA news, uh, Derek Fisher, man, who used to be a, one of the, not the Lakers great, but he used to run with the Lakers. I think he won a, at least three rings with him with Kobe and, Sha- and Shaq, or at least with Kobe. Um, and then he uh, went on to become a coach. So he was coaching for a couple different teams, one of which was the Knicks. And now... More recently in the news, he's been associated with uh, shacking up or getting up with Matt Barnes's ex-wife and kind of right, trying Gloria. To play, yeah, trying to play stepdaddy. Shout out Glow, Glow up. Um, and now he's not really being pursued as hard to get back into the coaching 
um, position. So, like, people are not really checking for Derek Fisher because of what's going on in his personal life. And my question to you is, whether that's fair or not, when is enough enough when you got to, like, what, the cost of love? They say love don't cost a thing. It's costing this nigga a job, a career. So my question is, like, what are you willing to give up or not give up in order to have the relationship that you want? Not a goddamn thing. Not no, a damn um. thing. <laughs> she said, she ain't for none. She ain't for zero. On the real. No, okay. So are they still together? Is who still together? Derek and Gloria. I don't know if they're officially together. I thought they was just, like, talking or fucking. No, like, I think they're I mean, in a relationship. Okay. But I'm saying, are they still in a relationship? To my knowledge, yes. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just... It's mm. tough, right? Yeah, as, as him be being the cut. man. You know what I'm All saying? Right. Like, don't you want to go do something? Man. Or maybe he can start a foundation and, you know, work with kids or something. Yeah, but it's also levels to this shit, man. And I think that... And I'm not saying this happens to everybody, but a lot of times when you reach a certain status in life, the one thing that you want is to maintain that status yeah. and I think that when yeah. you come from being a multi-time a multiple NBA champion um, a coach in the league and stuff like that and now you're you know running Red Cross Blue Shield Red <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, Chattanooga chapter you're like eh, I fell off like bad though so I don't know if that's what he aspires to do I think no, he wants to be a coach but he wants to be with his girl as well and he's just you know caught well, he between a rock one. and hard place yeah because I he don't think it's really one. fair that the league is even considering that when talking about, you know, should he coach? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like fair. A, it's like a player. Like, man, if you got drama associated with you, ain't nobody really trying to rock with you like that. Right. So, I guess it, it did make him look bad. Yeah. That Matt you, Barnes you, had to beat his ass that one time. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, I guess my thing is, Matt, what are you doing other stuff? But I guess because he didn't do something with somebody's on the team's right. wife. And it's, it's really not okay. Right, right, it's right. Not okay. It's unwritten but, rules. You're right. I get it. Right. And then I think at the end of the day, man, it's just one of those situations where uh, what if they don't end up together? Missed out on coaching opportunities for this chick, and now they're not together. Now he looking like he's stupid. So, I mean, this dude's house just got broken into and all five of his championship rings got robbed. I'm not saying it's karma. I'm just saying. Well, then, I mean, right. So if there's no ring on nobody's fingers at this point, then I think he needs to do what's best for him yeah. and not be sitting there holding on to her. Not only are there no rings on anyone's fingers, there's no rings in this nigga's trophy case any longer. <laughs> man, but man, we going, that's enough about sports, man. That was a lot, that was heavy on sports for this and the third. Gee, we don't even talk that much about sports. Yeah, we sure don't. All right, so uh, man, we going to transition out of sports and go into entertainment, man. So I know that you know, and I want to know, does everybody else know, that Issa Ray, that's her name, right? Yes. Issa Ray from Insecure was in town this past week. Um, Wednesday, February 1st at UIC. Were you able to go? No, I was not because okay. I forgot and then I saw the flyer at the last minute. So, no, I didn't okay. make it. Well, shout out, Issa. Shout out to the entire cast and crew of um, Insecure on HBO. One of the best shows out right now, y'all. So, if y'all haven't seen it, go binge watch it um, in between, you know, Super Bowl first half and second half. I'm sure the halftime show with Lady Gaga is going to be long as shit. But um, this was presented by Mustard Seed Vision, Gil Hayes Talent Agency, which is a black talent agency. Uh, two dope women put that together, and they put a lot of the black talent on the on Empire, Chicago PD, Chicago Bed, and all good. those different shows. And then not only that, but Creative Cypher also co-sponsored it. And that's my boy Troy Pryor. Shout out to uh, TP and the Creative right, Cypher movement. Right. And uh, some of the highlights that they said Issa spoke to were, if you're going to leave with anything, leave with these things. One, build within your circle. 
I keep my circle nice and small. I don't F with them clown ends, right? That's a 50 cent line, y'all. Don't accept no for an answer. All right, so persistence and perseverance. Uh, learn to take time to relax. Musa, right? Everybody need a little right. bit of rest and I relaxation, agree. a little R&R. Uh, stay organized, man. Stay on top of your stuff. Respond to emails. Follow up with people even if they don't hit you back the first time. All those types of things. And then also be true to who you are. I think she did a great job of that. Not knowing her personally, but right. seeing her develop growth and development from social awkward black, uh, what's it called? Awkward black awkward girl. Black girl. Mm-hmm. To what she boomed into the movement to that is insecure. insecure. She stayed true to her brand. She, she was, is her brand, yeah. and she stayed true to it, and that's why she's reaping these this bountiful harvest and these uh, all this fruit right now. I think. Agree. And then um, never sell yourself short, right? I can't Agree. value you more than you value, value yourself. yourself. So you have to value yourself more than anybody else, and never sell your sell yourself short. And those are words of wisdom from Issa Rae. She's doing it, and maybe we need to take heed and simplify, replicate, and repeat what she's doing if we ever want to be on our own shows, whether it's online or um, on a network, cable television network. So just. Shout out to Issa Ray. You got anything else to say about your favorite no, favorite friend? But check out season two, Insecure. <laughs> and when does season two drop? Um, probably in the fall. Okay. Yeah. I'm still waiting on Game of Thrones. Still waiting on Game of Thrones. I I'm watching Young Pope right now. What's your series right now? You got a current Young series Pope? you're watching? Yeah, Young Pope with Jude Law. Yeah. Oh, Young I saw Pope. that, but I didn't. So is that good? It's very insightful, man. It's very insightful. I'm not a Catholic. Don't study Catholicism. But he is a beast. He, hmm. He's literally a young pope, and he's a beast. You no, I man? haven't watched it, but I'm going to have to look at it. Right. Look, DK. Hey, man, look. I'm in it. I'm out it. <laughs> All right, man. Um, keeping up with um, New Edition in the, in the background, Z. New Edition mini movie came out, and we're just going to talk about some reviews and reflections. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what really stood out to you? You finished the series, I'm yes, assuming. Because it was yes, one hour yes, to go yes, last yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. So, you I finished did. the series. What did you think about it? I did. It was phenomenal. Yes. I really liked the movie. Um... And I remember more of part two right. and part three. Right, like, right, right. Not you know, the foundation. Like and the Johnny Gill. Yeah, right. I remember all right, that. Right, right, right. Oh, you um, talking about in life. Yeah. That's like, the, okay, okay. The like different stages yeah. that they went. Because, I mean, they was in the late, weren't they mid-late 70s when they first started? Yeah. So we wasn't there. Right, I wasn't right. even so I got thought you. about. I got you. Um, but I really, I think all the guys did a great job acting. Right. Um, I think I think it worked well because New Edition, you know, all of the um, original members worked with these right, guys right, and made right. sure that they were so on point. Yeah. And they could sing. Yeah. You know, I don't know if y'all know, but Luke James, he played Johnny Gill. He actually has an album out. Okay. And he was in uh, that movie Black, uh, what is it, Black Nativity with uh-huh. Angela Black Bassett. Nativity, yeah, 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 yeah. And so... He he could sing like for real for real. So that was really them singing that. That whole was time. really them singing. I heard that too, and I wanted to believe it. You just confirmed it for me, man. Yeah. So I think I think the movie was great. I think we learned that you know this music industry screwed a lot of our kids, right. a lot of our uh, young ones coming right. up. And and it sucks, even though you know some of the execs were blacks. Right. They ain't look out. For Tank them. They, they Dwayne them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's bogus. These mother, they had Dwayne Martin. They had Tank. What's the big they dude had, uh, name? Faison Love. Yeah. They had uh, obviously uh, Ace from um, Paid in Full. Uh, yep. Wood Harris. Wood. Yep. They had uh, they had a lot of cameos. They had Ebony from Players Club. The, right. the lady with cancer from Best Man too. Right. Yeah. She was the she was. Uh, I just Ralph's came to mom. dance. That's it. She was Ralph's mom. Yeah. But my thing is, even with um, Wood as the what was his name Brooks the, yeah, man, yeah. the manager, he wasn't. See back then they just. 
if the person was looking out for you, they automatically said it was your manager. Right. He really wasn't a manager. Right. He was a choreographer. He right. was he was the art creator. Yeah, yeah. He made sure he the was performance. The director, yeah, man. that's Straight what up. it was. So it was like nobody really understood the game or the business back then, right. and that's really how they got screwed. And it just sucks. But I think they all made it work, and they and they did what they did. So. And then of course Mike Rappaport came. With the uh, what was it called? Fast Break Productions, and was just raping them. And he had what? the side bed or whatever with MCA, and, and he was the go between. Nobody tells them that. Nobody Jeez. tells the parents that. Jeez. Like that's bogus. Yeah, I mean, but that's the game though, too. It and is. It's one of them things where if it's it's right there in front of your face in black and white. You sign off on it, you that's kind of your fault, Z. You don't read. That's kind of your fault, Well, like Z. Tank told uh, Mike Bivens, he said, in this industry, people are going to tell you all type tell of things. what you want to hear. You got to read. I, I did like the fact that Mike took it upon himself yeah. to educate himself and to become a businessman. Right. That's he what you like saw He was like the cube that. of N.W.A. Like yeah. how Cube did with N.W.A., Mike Bivens did with uh, New Edition. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and I appreciate the fact that. If they had a beef, they fought it out, they talked it out, yeah. but they still came back. They was brothers, yeah. you know? So that was cool. It would have been hard to deal with Bobby, like, without knocking. Like, I, I don't remember him getting knocked silly. I remember them getting into a scuffle with the whole limo over the foot and spitting in the face. Well, I think but, they did. I'm sure man, they didn't show it all. But I would have had to I'm tee sure off Bobby on that nigga, G. got Bobby knocked was, out a few times. No, he did. He did. When he came though. on on stage, when uh, Ronnie went yeah. on stage and was like, yo, 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 right. BBD Y'all want to BBD. He got knocked got out the, at that at, at that scene when, when the they were fighting when the gunshot happened before that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was Bobby was always the loose cat. But you know man. what? But he the, did the say apple, I'm the good, the bad, and the unpredictable. Uh, the apple don't fall far from the tree. So his mama was acting. Ah, uh, well, she wanted to be the manager of the mom. Yeah, when nobody when nobody uh, answered a phone call when they was talking about getting him out of the group. Right. But that was why I, it ended up being a blessing in disguise to get him his own, you know, solo deal. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, you see, he did better than I think Bobby Brown did better than comparatively than Johnny Gill or Ralph Tresvan, in my opinion. Maybe BBD did better than Bobby, but individually, I think Bobby Brown was kind of he was. Well, yeah, he Bobby was it. definitely did better than Ralph. Yeah. I, then, I mean, Johnny had it, but Johnny ain't have it like Bobby. I don't. Think. I he think they were in two year, different leagues. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what I mean? Because because after what prerogative, mm-hmm. Bobby had a few other things. Then Bobby hooked up with Whitney. Yeah, and then, then it became Bobby and Whitney. Bobby and Whitney so Whitney, right. that was his downfall. Yeah. Then it was no more Bobby. Yeah, and you know I actually heard that. Um, they was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? He he turned Whitney out and everybody blames him for what I heard she actually was like on that before him and was like yeah, introducing well, him to stuff. So the way I heard it on and just from watching interviews and T V and movies or whatever, um, Whitney everybody thought Whitney was well, she was painted to be America's princess, she right? She was the voice. See? Clyde Davis. Is that put, is that song name I mean that show named after her? No. Okay, okay. okay no, okay. they just said that when she died. You okay, know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. But she is. Her voice is beautiful, Man, right? Angelic. So they they wanted this image of her. But Whitney was homegirl. That and when she talk, you hear it. You get that from her. Yeah. And she had more money than Bobby. Right. So yeah, she had access higher, to higher higher drugs. To good stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. So we, I'm sure we don't she do was, crack. We, we do, do. We do that coke. Pill. We right. do that girl. That's we do that girl. We do right. That girl. We do that girl. I'm the voice, and I do that girl. And we not shitting on um. Uh, uh, Whitney's legacy and life and all no, that stuff. We just, just saying like, don't just don't don't only listen to one side of the story, man. Like Bobby ain't the, the he could have been worse, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, opposite to track. I think that yeah. was one thing that was with them. But Johnny Gill, to, to, not to 
like this his career. I think Johnny Hill did his thing, and yeah. he hooked up with LSG. LSG, yeah, LSG. that was a nice mix. Yeah, I mean, I like um, Levert, Sweat, Gill because. All three of them was dope independently, yep. and then when it came together, it didn't really work that well for TGT though. Remember no, Tank, Tank, Tank Tyrese, um, and Genuine. Tank, Tyrese, and Genuine. Yeah, that. Didn't I really wonder work. who was who was the one who maybe didn't want to be on board with TGT. Yeah, I couldn't I remember. I saw if it an was interview Tank where Genuine. Genuine was like tweaking in an interview, and they mm-hmm. kind of said he was off something. Uh, so, so maybe it was my Genuine. money would be on Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. My money would be on Genuine, but. Tank had it, man, when he had that slowly. That no, was that no, joint, Tank man. had it. Um, what was it? Um, I deserve. I, I deserve. I deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, nigga. But, but you yeah, deserve it. I deserve was first. And then we came <laughs> with slowly. That was a good follow-up single. Uh, everybody went. Pony dropped? Come on, man. Niggas changed yeah. the way they cut their sideburns just because it's genuine, man. And I think Timberland had a big influence on and, and just the timing of it with Missy and Aaliyah and all right. them. They just had a nice little crew. And then, um, man, Levert. Come on, man. Legacy, G. Have you ever seen the story of uh, Gerald LeVert? I don't know if it was unsung, but it was a story. Like, no. you could see the whole little hour presentation on the background of him. Uh-uh. This nigga, he's interesting. Okay, the, I got to check the, it the, out. The yeah. teddy bear, I think is what they called him, G. He had hoes. Oh, I'm sure. He hoes. He won teddy bear. Gee, you know. he was like a womanizer I type dude, with. apparently, according to this document. G. He, like, trying to fling them off him, like, be courtesy. I can see that. All right, man. Uh, sticking with entertainment, man. Um, and again, shout out to. Uh, oh no, no, before we transition off of it, what do you want to see as your next biopic? Obviously, they've raised the bar with uh, Straight Outta Compton, and now the new edition right. movie. What do you want to see next? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested in any if whatever whoever does a biopic movie, the the original person has to be involved. Right. I feel like for it they to be a really authentic. good movie. Yeah, that's real. Right. I'm sure a lot of people not now, but maybe like ten years from now would love to see a Beyonce movie. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Did I'm you sure. ever see her in uh Carmen, the hip hop yes. hip hop tra? Yes. Right, with um uh most death. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. Was- hey, that was that was her uh that was her uh glitter. Is that what it was called? It was Carmen, hip hop. No, Mariah Carey had like a terrible yeah. movie, glitter. glitter. Yeah, that was Beyonce's glitter. Yeah. Um, not only that, man. Shout out to my source, man, because I uh, well, we gonna get to it in a minute and relationship advice and stuff like that, man. But I got a source that be putting me in tune with a lot of the happenings going on, and this is one of the first people that kind of broke the story to me about uh, Beyonce being pregnant with twins. Like, when did that happen? Is that artificial insemination? Is it artificial well, the, when you on purpose pregnant with twins? Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. No, right. it's did called in vitro. That? I think she right. did. I, right. Because it's like, huh? How did y'all luck up and get twins? Well, I, well, I think she did. Only, and I only, and The only reason I say that is because I know she had a miscarriage. And I, I know they, yeah, before Blue, they had, she had a miscarriage. And then I know she had been trying to get pregnant right. again. And um, uh, to have twins easily in vitro is the easiest way. Okay. Well, shout out to everybody on the live. Shout out to my girl, uh, Lena Bivens, man, tuned in. Is Michael Bivens your cousin, even though it's right. spelled different? Gee, shout, shout him out. But uh, everybody's tuned in to Urban Broadcast Media's uh, app, and everybody's tuned in to the website, urbanbroadcastmedia.com. You are tuned in to this, that, and the third with your boy Calvin Leroy King, the third, and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter Cup. Yes, yes, y'all. And we just thank y'all, man. We, so we covering a, co- a couple hot topics, man, that just matter to us. We just wrapped up talking about the new edition mini movie. Did you see it? Did you not? Talk about it. Comment, man. Give us a feedback. Back. And now we're talking about Yonce and Jay-Z uh, now expecting twins to be named uh, probably Duce and Lemonade. And then <laughs> so also so I heard Alicia Keys is pregnant again. Yay! Is that true? I knew it was 
gonna happen, G. I knew it was gonna happen. And I here's think why. her and Swiss are so cute together. I... And they little dude, what's his name? Egypt. I don't know. He he produced uh, Kendrick Lamar's track on I his heard. album. So, was it that? I know. I knew he was producing. I couldn't remember which he tracks he was six. doing. He yeah. like five. Like a little wizard on now the Now you board, see why dude. I be having my little boy. Y'all do oh, yeah. something. Train him up. Do Train him up. I ain't mad at you. You know, my little kid is some beast too, man. Yeah. So we got it going on here, man. But I, my thing with Alicia Keys is when she stopped wearing makeup, I knew she was finna get pregnant. Because there's something about them earthy girls, man. Them girls that smell like skin. You know what I'm saying? Them girls that don't even be on that, oh, I got to put my face on. Because now it's like, the more, first of all, the more you, the more I hang around somebody, especially with a dope personality, the more I'm going to be attracted to them. So now, as opposed to it being me seeing you on this level where everybody else gets to see you and me seeing you shitting with the door open, <laughs> I can just see, you know, you how you are naturally. That's going to be more attractive to all me. Time. And this is going to be like, man, I'm, I just always want to do you. I look, just always want to do I'm you. Team Alicia, because I get tired of putting on that damn makeup. Man, see, like, like drop the makeup. Drop the, be, stop beating your face. That sounds like domestic abuse, first of all, <laughs> ladies. And then secondly, I can understand if you're going to a gala or a formal event, and I don't even think she puts on makeup then. She might wear a nice nope. dress, but she is not beating her face anymore. No, nope, not no more. And I wouldn't say, I mean, it's levels to it, obviously. I wouldn't say just totally go makeup free, but a, a lot less makeup couldn't hurt nobody, man, because it's, it, it lets you know how beautiful you are naturally as opposed to, uh, you know, somebody else. You need somebody else's products well, maybe or Maybe they help. ain't that naturally pretty, you know? But it mm. comes down to personality, man. Like I said, if you got a dope personality, it's going to overshine, you know what I'm saying, what you might be lacking physically. People will look beyond that, man, when they really get to know the real you. Because one day, Think so? we all going to be old and wrinkled. And, I mean, you might be bad for an old-ass wrinkled lady, but you're not going to be bad. You're be old, right. not wrinkled, but still bad. Right. I mean, you might not be wrinkled, <laughs> Man, I'm look at saying, Nicole man. Murphy goals, okay? Right. I mean, <laughs> look at uh, Jada Pickett, Mama. Excuse right. Me. Excuse me. Exactly. All right. So staying on entertainment, man, you heard about Thicky Minaj getting robbed for over two thousand dollars worth of jewelry the other day. No. Why did? Do why does she have that in her house? According to HollywoodLife.com, man, she got that crib ran up in. I actually saw this on TMZ as well. I ran up in her crib, but it wasn't like, all right, uh, man, just grab everything and run. They're in there cutting clothes. They're in there shitting on pillowcases. Like, it was a it was an inside job. Y'all, tell me Mills, he paid somebody to do the job, and it was real vengeful. sloppy. It seemed very vengeful. Like, they was on some, I know you. And, and, and she didn't, who, one, knows how to get into Nicki Minaj's crib? Who knows her whereabouts to know when she's not there and they're not going to get somebody caught by security? Somebody in her circle. Blah, blah, blah. It sounds very inside. Or somebody in Meek's circle that she didn't have and in they her house. And they circles overlap like a Venn diagram. So they probably got people in the same, you know, well, see, this is look, my circle, but they over here. Look, Drake said he keep his old crew with him. Okay, Nikki, you better get you. I keep, keep your my circle, circle small. nice and small. I don't fuck with Some. you clown niggas. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. And unfortunately, people feel like, what, what, what Drake say? No new friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know, I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I got a lot of associates. And I got love for everybody, but I don't necessarily hang out with them. I don't. And I don't make my moves. I was talking to my cop friend the other day. Shout out to all my cop friends. Yeah, I got them. CPD. And um, she was telling me how at the end of the day, man, if she goes out and kicks in and hangs out, let's say at a bar and having a drink, she doesn't post, hey, I'm at the bar having a drink. Right. She goes home and then might post, hey, you know, I'm at the bar having a drink. So now you're like, oh, she at the bar. I'm going to go to her crib. She waiting to shoot your ass. Yeah. Because yeah. you like, I'm not at the bar. I'm at home. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at. That's the thing with social media. You can't give your exact movement Man, every day, all day, where you Why? at. Yeah. Why? You don't work for Uber. Especially for celebrities. You, you definitely shouldn't do that. It's, 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 it's killing season out here, man. I don't mean like... People hungry. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, they, like they, niggas they, is trying to eat, man. Yeah. If you look like a plate, man, bon appetit. 
Alright man, so we gonna move a little bit into uh, a celebration type mode, y'all. Because it's um February and everybody knows that Black History Month. Black we History only get month one month, y'all. So we gotta us. go there. And it's quick. We're already three days <laughs> in, man. We gotta hurry up, G. We gotta celebrate everybody <laughs> we know, G. 26 more days. Man, probably 25, G. So at the end of the day, man, Black History Month here at Urban Broadcast Media, y'all need to hit this hashtag. Hashtag BM Youth. Alright? UBM Youth. And you can see everything that our young people that are part of our community employment program are producing right here at Urban Broadcast Media, right here at 4108 South King Drive in the heart of Bronzeville on Chicago's South Side. And they have some dope content. They're highlighting hidden figures uh, inspired by the movie Hidden Figures starring Taraji P. Henson. And uh, it's one of those things where there's so many people that we don't get to talk about during the year month that we just want to take time out to shout out the people that contributed to the progression of african-american history and black culture as we know it man so go to the hashtag on any social media and type in ubm youth and see what our young people are producing and tune into their shows all day tomorrow saturday and all throughout the week uh to hear what they're talking about man so download the urban broadcast media app and get in tune and stay in tune so i'm gonna shout out a couple people from uh local national and international uh, contributions to black history and I'm not saying this is black history month I'm saying these are black history makers these are people right. that are still getting it still doing it and we'll probably be celebrating them for years to come so the first one is a local celebrity that goes uh, by the name of HG aka Harold Green you can check him out on heraldandthebeard.com because he, he bought that beard life you know what I'm saying that I don't subscribe to but he's a dope poet he is an outside the box creative he's just a creative You know, I don't even want to limit him to being a poet he, he, he done acted in some of the plays I've been in. He's part of a band called uh, Black Orchid. This dude is a, a spoken word artist galore, and he's just a creative type dude. And he has this every single year for February from February 1st to February 14th, which we all know is uh, uh, Valentine's Day. He has what's called Flowers for the Living, a series where he brings a conglomerate of different artists just creative people from throughout the chicagoland area and beyond and brings them together to collaborate on this dope project called flowers for the living okay. where they do different hot songs and just inspirational whatevers and and just spread and share love via social media via the events that they host and and all all that in between man so y'all check out herald and go to herald green if you google him he actually is like the third person that pops up okay. spelled as it sounds herald green or herald green chicago and check out flowers for the living man it's a very dope inspirational piece it's a dope movement and this is like probably the fifth or sixth if not tenth year that he's been doing it and i subscribe to it and i wish y'all would too and national recognition for mystery makers i would like to shout out ryan Kugler, I believe is how it's pronounced. And Ryan Kyle Kugler is an American film director and screenwriter. He's he's uh, His first feature film was Fruitville Station. So now y'all know who I'm talking about, right? That's mm-hmm, Ryan mm-hmm. Kugler. And um, he won the Grand Jury Prize and the award, uh, the attendance award for U.S. Dramatic Film at the 2013 Sundance Film Festival, you know, for Fruitville Station. And then he went on to make Creed, and now he's right. making so he's real closely tied oh, with really? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, and this dude is young. I met him. Um, we went to, the, I think it was the theater on Illinois. Okay. The, the, I don't know, AMC Theater on Illinois in downtown Chicago. And they did the premiere uh, for Creed. And Michael B. Jordan was there. The Fox right. Lady was he there. Mm-hmm. And he was there. Okay. And he is just a dope, humble dude. He a Cali dude. So you already know that. And he was one of those guys that took that uh, leap of faith and invested in himself. 
produced Fruitville Station with excellence. Yeah. And he hasn't looked back since, man. He is an inspiration to me, even though I'm not into necessarily filmmaking, but I am into doing shit that I want to do the way I want to do, do it, it and just creating a new standard for it. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't have to go to school to study theater to be a dope playwright. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just need to cal- put, my, put my Calvin on that shit. And it's going to pop for the people I wanted to pop, pop for. for. And uh, he did that very well with Creed, one of the dopest Rocky movies ever. He's, I'm sure he's going to do that with Black Panthers. Now he's teaming with Marvel. And you know that's major. And the sky's the limit for this young black man. So salute to Ryan uh, Coogler, um, the director, and um, the, the, the brains behind pretty much some dope films that we all know and love. And then last but not least, I want to shout out some international, like, top Forbes, type, top grossing billionaires. Americans is at mm-hmm, third, mm-hmm. but I can't pronounce none of their motherfucking names except Oprah. Like they're all African. <laughs> every single billionaire, every single top grossing person, if you Google it, is African. G. They're from Ethiopia, they're from Nigeria, they're from you know all these places in Africa. And shout out to Africa where it all started and where we'll all end. Right. But what are we missing here give in the us states? Free. Right, give us free. But what are we missing here in the states that we can't seem to get on that level? Oprah got it right, but that's one out of however many people ever. Um, I don't know. You know, they don't want us to get too far ahead. Right. So unless you... But they don't want them in Africa either, but they're getting it. So they're getting it and we not. Right. But I don't think... I don't think the white man has that much control in Africa. I don't okay. know. You've been to Africa? Know. I haven't been to Africa, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm asleep. Like, I have... I told you my um my friend, the DJ. Mm-hmm. He's from... The former roommate? Yeah. Okay. Cairo, right? His family and them still have their place there. Right. He told me he got all these maids right. and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's like just wealth over right. there. But I thought they were like raped and pillaged the land. And yeah, but not all. They left some. They, they ain't get it all. Right. See, the they ain't get they, it all. Right. The picture that they paint to us is like children are hungry. Flies on their eyes. Fat stomach syndrome. No. Yeah. It's like really, it's still beautiful. It's still areas where it's like here. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I can see that. I ain't surprised. All right, man. Well, we got five minutes left, man. So we're going to transition out of Black History Makers. Shout out to all the Black History Makers. Shout out to everybody contributing right now to Black History in the making. And we'll be celebrated in years and months and weeks to come. And then we also want to just jump. Hey, shout out to uh, my Auntie Patricia joined in on the hey, live, auntie. man. What up, TT? Um, so we're going to wrap up the show the best way we know how. We're talking about relationships. So last week's question of the week was uh what do people think about during sex right so this week before we get into our question of the week i want to ask reese pc peanut butter cup do you know what breadcrumbing is no i don't know what breadcrumbing is do you want to know what breadcrumbing is <laughs> yeah tell me so i got a source man that comes with it and she keeps me in tune keeps me woke on things so shout out to the source and uh we were learning about the difference between ghosting which is like if i text you and i text you and i text you you know, gave me your number so it's cool to text right yeah gave me your number it's cool to text and i text you and you don't hit me back or you was texting me for a while and then you just fall off the face of the earth yeah that's considered ghosting okay what breadcrumbing is or also known as hansel and gretling is you responding just enough to a nigga that i think you're interested so i hit you up hit you up hit you up and then one day when you bored playing with yourself you'd be like yo i'll be like hey what's up Nine, what you doing man i was just you know thinking about you girl you know it's been three weeks since we got up and i was just wondering you know blah blah, blah. nothing I so do that. See, see, So that is that is the epitome of breadcrumbing. You leave just enough inclination that yeah, I might fight with you, but you don't know. Okay, it's pretty much leading somebody on via text. Okay. So what if? Because here's my. D. Thing. Curtis back there breadcrumbing right now. G. Here's my thing. Right. So What's your thing? Say I'm not interested, right? 
And just say he's texting me because he's interested. Right. And I'm like, dude, why do you text me? And I just don't feel like responding. Or I'm busy. Mm -hmm. So that one time where you catch me and I'm in a good mood, I don't mind responding. But that don't mean I like you. Right. That just means I felt nice enough to say, you know, he's been texting me. Let me just shoot him a text back and say, what's up? But when you're not interested, why don't you just say that explicitly? Why can't you just be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Nice meeting you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not interested or not looking right okay. now, but at the same time, you know, you're a cool dude and keep it moving. Good luck now, with Now, does he state that he interested in talking to me like that? Or if, is if, he just shooting, you know? See, sometimes women take your texting them as just conversation. Mm, sometimes women? sometimes men be doing it because, you know what I'm saying, they're trying to get in and they're trying to build something or they're just trying to hit, whatever. How did y'all meet, though? Because if I text you after meeting you at the club, I want to fuck. See, okay, well, see, I'm at the age, I don't give out my number. And I exactly, ain't even in no so don't club. get your number out. Hey, I ain't even in no club. Secondly, but I don't care if I, I met you at a poetry set. I want to fuck. See, that's what I'm saying. What you mean? But I don't. So if you text so me, don't give the number. We just hey, we just, it's just cool. See, Man, I, sometimes I get my number out. Me? I get my say, <laughs> yeah, right. Here go my gram. Here go my. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. No, because see, sometimes I don't want people out of my business. Ladies, if you give me the number, oh my god, I'm assuming you want to fuck as well. No, that's all I'm saying. G. And fellas, I'm telling you that just because she gave you your she's number, wrong, her she's number, wrong, she's wrong. that don't mean she want to give you her pocketbook. Understand that. She All just right. might need to network. Right. She might need you. Maybe you know somebody she's trying to get in contact with. And so she's going to play that role and be cool no. so she can get that contact. My auntie this Trisha said, business. I think you keep them in that maybe status. So, again, breadcrumbing, premeditated breadcrumbing, where you're like, I'm going to keep you in that maybe yeah. status. That's just if you're because, interested. Right. But as long as there's some type of level of interest, I mean, I don't I don't mind getting to know a person in this than the third. But at the end of the day, man, we want to know what y'all think, man, because we've run out of time and this is like the dopest topic to talk about so we need to hear from y'all man in terms of this ghosting in terms of this breadcrumbing and what do y'all think is it appropriate to leave somebody on via text or if you have no interest in them so you just let them know off top or just ghost them and not talk to them at all to begin with man we thank y'all for tuning in to another live episode of this that and the third on urban broadcast media each and every friday evening at eight o'clock Brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media, also featured on SoundCloud and iTunes, and starring none other than Mr. Calvin L. King III and the lovely Miss Reese PC Peanut Butter. Y'all go follow me at Miss Reese M S R I C I and go like our Facebook page, This, That, and the Third. In that order, man. Y'all can shout your boy out if you would like to. Calvin King on all social media is CL King Creations, Mr. Free Lunch Academy, whatever you want. I'm giving it to you, man. Shout out to D. Curtis Randall on the board one time. And thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of This, That, and the Third. We'll catch y'all next week, man. We want y'all to stay laughing, stay loving, man, and stay hugging, G. So in that order, we out. Peace. Bye.